0: Sí you. God bless you. You are welcome in the house of the Lord. Amen. You may have your sins for just a moment. I'd like to take this opportunity to greet our visitors several of you that have had greeting us. God bless you. Thank you for fellowshipping with us today. And I see that uh, actually most people are not here today. But we had Sister Stella and uh, we know she went for marking. And also Sister Rose sent her greetings. Uh, She just returned from Lira. It's a long journey. I think she's never taken it before. And so she's with us. I think maybe by streaming. Amen. So before we go to the Word this morning, I just wanted to uh, let you know that we we are on the height of the preparations for the youth meetings. How many young people here? Are waiting for the youth meetings. Yes. It's going to be a wonderful time, I believe. We are really warming up for it. We are expecting a lot. We are believing that the Lord will come. And uh, visit the young people. And I tell you what, if you can be in prayer for those meetings, I want you to expect that the Lord will do something for you. Some of you that have heard uh, others say that God fills with the Holy Spirit and you have never received yours. Well, you don't have to wait until then. But but if it happens that until then you have not received him, I want to say this. I believe that will be your time. And maybe some of you that are struggling with things, just come and Come surrendered, come believing, and expect the marvelous to happen. So these are going to be uh, meetings of creating an atmosphere for the Holy Spirit to do his work in your lives. Um, I have this a heavy burden on my heart. For the young people, and I believe that the Lord has never disappointed us. So He will not disappoint us this time also. Are the speakers have already prepared themselves to come? Brother Michael Ray from Canada. Muganda uh, fe Michael Ray okuvu Canada. He purchased his ticket already. Yama zedogura ukasura Bisale bina His hotel is booked already. Wana sura yama zedoteka tekao. Brother Isaac Njero. Muganda fe Isaac Njero from uh, Nairobi. Okuvu Nairobi. Is a wonderful preacher. Mubudi simununjidala. Is also prepared to come. Nai yete gisokujja. Brother Ken, I've asked Brother Ken to take. Um, uh, to take our uh, morning devotion services. <laughs> and so, those, if you were able to look at the program, we, we will have more those morning devotions. It, it's, it's really meant for those who sleep around, who will be sleeping around. And so, uh, but also anybody's uh, welcome. Na at that time. Yom, I don't think I need to reiterate the program because it's all over WhatsApp, I'm sure. How many have seen it? How many have not yet seen it? Okay, so some of you are raising <laughs> your hands, your you you are on the WhatsApp groups. I don't know why you did not see it. So, but if you've not seen it, don't go away without seeing it. Ask somebody here; they will just share it with you. Amen. So we have already secured uh, this place at the at the school, which is just near here. So that's where we shall be. Hosting uh, all the young people that will come. Um, Initially, like I said, I had not planned to host the young people. But there seemed to be demand for it. So we have organized and arranged for it. And so then that calls also for a fee to support uh, the accommodations and the food and... All that. So, we've said, I think, it's the the smallest I've had in Kampala. 20000 for everybody that you will want to spend around. And that will not actually cater for everything. Because many here in the church are also contributing. So that will just support a little. So, uh, your food, your your place to stay, and then of course we're going to be serving breakfast, lunch, supper, uh, beginning with Friday night, then Saturday and Sunday, the whole day. So, if you come, uh, just plant prepare to leave on Monday morning. And then those who will just come to attend the services here, they will pay 10000 And that will be meant to also support a little on the food. The lunch that will be served on both those days. So I spoke to Brother Robert and uh, this... Uh, Morning, I think. Yes. And uh, he told me that he has already um, announced and is going to announce and encourage his young people to come. I know they have just also concluded their youth uh, convention. How many here were a part of that convention? Okay. What about by way of streaming? Okay, so I see that many of you streamed. So I was thinking you will have a double portion. (laughs) Amen. So we are looking up for a wonderful time. Matter of fact, before we go to the word, I just wanted to let you know that we've passed out a budget. And we are going to need a lot of money. I'm trying to pull it up here, Brother Isaac. But you know the amount? Okay, now now this, yes, I've found it. This is uh, all that is going to be needed for just the food and accommodation we will need a total of about fourteen million, but for the food and accommodation um we will need seven point four. Yes. So we've been already contributing. On Wednesday, we contributed. Uh, Brother Andrew, how much was contributed again? Do you have an amount? 780,000. And Sister Rose just texted me. She said she's also pledging. So you have to write that down. Okay. Feroz, She's pledging 100 kilograms of rice. So, and, and, and we need 160 kilograms. So, with rice, we are remaining only with 60. Yes, and uh, she has also said she will also pledge all the onions. And uh, and uh, all the tomatoes. Zona. So brother you will need to write that down. So today mchere, before we, uh, we leave. Kati we shall also pass out a pledge sheet or pledge papers for tu- some of you to pledge as well. Tu- the ones who were here on Wednesday pledged at least a hundred thousand each. These are our meetings. We should own them. And I, I don't believe we should ask the people who are coming to preach to us to pay. I believe we should be able to take care of them and take care of ourselves. That was just one (laughs) amen. Do we believe that? We are a younger generation. And you know what I believe? That we should own uh, our meetings. And we should support them we should support our ministries with our own substance. There is a blessing in doing that. So to you who is receiving it, I'm sure you'll receive a blessing. Amen. Amen. So while we stand, I'd like also to let you know that uh, after this service, we shall have a business meeting. So to those of you who have been attending the fellowship here the past year, and you've given your tithes, you've given offerings, you've given on the church uh, land fund, we are collecting money to buy our own land and We would would like to report to you how much we have, how much your money has done, and And everything that goes with that. So, it will not be long. Maybe 30 minutes or 40. So, please come and just listen to that. But for now, for an hour or so, I'd like us to stand and get into the word. And see what the Lord has for us this morning. I noticed from... Uh, just uh, 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 during the end of the year. I had uh, five meetings. In On the same weekend, weekend. In two different countries. And I noticed I've not recovered from that yet. So, uh, pray for me for God to give me strength this morning. Are you expecting to hear something from him today? Are you expecting? Amen. He will speak to you. Let us pray. Lord Jesus. We want to thank you so much this morning. Fathers, we get into your word. You know what these people need this morning. We are expecting to hear from you. May you come down, Lord. And speak to us through your word. In Jesus' name. Amen. Sister Grace, I'm happy to see you. As you walked in, I was praying for you and thinking of you, and then you walked in, I said, Praise the Lord. Amen. So we are going to the book of Psalms. Chapters, Psalm 69. We will read verses 6 to 9. And I'm reading in the name of the Lord. Let not them that wait on thee, O Lord, God of hosts, be ashamed for my sake. Let not those that seek thee be confounded for my sake, O God of Israel. Because for thy sake I have borne reproach. Shame has covered my face. I am become a stranger unto my brethren, and an alien unto my mother's children. For the zeal of thine house has eaten me up, and the reproaches of them that reproached thee are fallen upon me. (inaudible) Zaburi, heyen kaga muu muenda, okutanika unyoromu kaga. Abakuri ndililagwe, baremenga okukwati Kurwangi ai mukama katondo weje. Aba kunonya gwe. Baneminga wa Ai katonda wa Israili Kubanga Kobanga banvuma ukunanga gwe. Ensonyi zivise a gangi. Mfuse munagwanga eri baganda bangi. Era nari mumanyi. Era atari mumanyi eria banda bamgi. Kubango wujja, nyumba yo bundi Amen. mean You may be seated. So this morning our subject is bearing reproach for Christ. You know this subject. I usually love speaking on things that are really real in our lives. Because then this is what we need to be able to grow spiritually. So this subject of bearing reproach for Christ is a subject that we all deal with on a daily. (inaudible) If you believed on Jesus, (inaudible) at one point, In your life, you will have to bear reproach. You know, it's like a man or a woman who gets married to a man. She is going to bear reproach, anything to do with this man. If this man is a good man, she will receive the praises. But whatever he does, she's somehow going to be accountable. You can never be free from the things that your husband does. The life of your husband is a part of you and you are a part of it. Just like, you know, Brother Banam says that if you want to know a man, what he is, look at what he married. If you know no matter what he says, the man can uh, even be a preacher. He may even sing and shout. He may you know seem to behave so well and be so nice. But it's not what he is or what he says he is. What he says he is is nothing. You will see his real self through the woman he married. So brothers who are married here, can you say amen? Brothers who are married, are you here? You know, not many brothers want to say amen to that. pastor, it is true. But my wife has bad behaviors. It is hers. I have nothing to do with it. No, brother. Whatever way that your wife is, that's your character. We know you by your wife. That's right. And in the same way, we know Jesus by the wife he marries. If he, you know he marries a sex queen, you know, then we know that that's how Christ is. And there are so many of those who claim to believe on Christ. But when you look at their life carefully, it has nothing to do with the character and nature of Christ. Then we surely know they are not of him. So in other words, your nature and your character must reflect the nature and the character of Jesus Christ. And here now we see David in the book of Psalms. David was a type of Christ, Brother Barnum says. Actually many things that David said, Christ said. And and you know David was a prophet. But here he says, "Because for thy sake I have borne reproach; shame has covered my face." I am become a stranger unto my brethren. You, you remember David when he came one day, and and he was first of all he was a herder of sheep, and how the lion came to eat sheep and he killed that lion. And then a bear wanted to come and kill also the sheep. He killed it. So David was a man that had experience by the things he suffered. And after many years we know that David was anointed to be the next king of Israel. And then comes a battle between the philistines and the israelites and And, you know all the children of israel standing there in fear but david came as a man who had had an experience with the lord and you know he told them how can Anna circumcise the Philistine? Defy the armies of the living. God. Give me a chance, let me go and confront him. You know, let me tell you, that's what is called a zeal of the house of the Lord. I believe it should eat you, each of you up. You cannot see anybody defying the word of God and you remain still. You cannot see anyone defying the word which you claim to believe and you say nothing. And you say who am I to judge? I believe believers, every believer must have the zeal of the Lord. The zeal of the house of the Lord should eat us up. Amen. Amen. And David from when he was a little boy. You know he had this zeal of the Lord. And he saw you know it was none of his business. He was not a soldier. But when he came, he said, but who is this man that will defy the armies of the living God? And you know, he would have said, please kill him. But he, he said, No, for sure, if no one is going to go, I am going to go. If no one is going to do anything about it, I am going to do something about it. He said, Let me face this giant. And they told him, I think his brothers even laughed. They said, <laughs> Young man, Sincerely. Me, I've me been a soldier all my life. What are you going to do? And he said, he began to give his testimony. Si do you know it is your testimony that gives you overcoming power? O, si bu if you are going to be shy, ansonyi, and you are not going to share your testimony si with your friends, with the unbelievers, you will never overcome. You have to share your testimony of, of your experiences with the Lord. And, and he, so here David began to give his testimony. Oh, he said one day, you know I'm not just a man. You are looking at me as a little boy. But I'm not just a little boy. I have an experience with the Lord. I am a shepherd, yes. But right there, at my post of duty the Lord was with me. One day Rumo. a lion came mm-hmm. and it was shaking and taking a sheep and, and I came and I and began to fight with it and I tore its mouth and I killed it. And another time uh-huh. a bear came and I did something to it. I killed it with my bare hands. No Who is this uncircumcised Philistine? Give me a chance. Let me face him. I will show you that I have a living and God. And they all said, surely this boy, <laughs> <laughs> of, look at this one. Just, you're just a wise You're wise What do you know? This is not a lion. This is the art of war. And, and, and the boy said, I don't care. All I know, I said, give me a chance. And the king the king, told, uh, asked him, he said, come here, boy. And then he said, okay, I'll give you a chance. But before I give you a chance, come here, brother. Young man, come here. I'm going to give you a chance. But little David, you David, have to wear my jacket. My armor. So you can go and defeat the put enemy. Put it on brother. Put, put it, it on. on. <laughs> and so he dressed. And so he dressed. And he started to go and fight. (laughs) But before he started fighting, you know, look around, turn around, let the people <laughs> see Before he started fighting, <laughs> he realized <laughs> this thing was too saggy to <laughs> <Speak> on him. <laughs> you, know, you know, he tried to you know, make his way. <laughs> his hand was all the way inside. <laughs> and <Brother> Barabbana said <laughs> that was the theology the ideas of men the ideas of religion, of religion education that does not defeat the devil hallelujah what we need is an experience with God that defeats the devil anytime, anywhere hallelujah Amen. and David told them give my and he told them Take your thing It is so big I can't manage it Hallelujah God bless you, little David And he said I can't manage it But I know know something that I can manage I have faith in Jehovah The God of Israel Will give me strength And everybody laughed at him He bear the reproach because of Christ Hallelujah Amen. And I tell you if anyone will ever be bear reproach for Christ There comes that time of crowning That time of victory Amen when God himself He comes down to prove He will never let you be ashamed Christians, they don't want to bear the reproach of Christ. But I'll tell you, you don't have to pray for it. Say, oh Lord, give me your reproach. You don't need to pray. It comes as long as you stand with the word. If you stand with the word. Everywhere you go. Everywhere you are. With anybody you are with. If you take your way with the word. The reproach will always come. But if it doesn't come. It means you are not standing with the word. And so, he says, I became a stranger unto my brethren. And so, he told them, let me face him. I know you don't all believe me. But let me face him. They laughed at him. He said, I don't care. That him. He I don't mind. Let me bear this reproach. For the God of Israel is a living God. And he took you know how is it called? Sling. Sling, slingshot. Sling. And you know as he rotated it around. Faith was building up. Do you know how we rotate our slingshot. That is through prayer. Through prayer. When things are hard, you go to pray. When things are difficult, you go for prayer. Amen. The safe haven for a believer is prayer. A believer who does not pray has never believed. You have to have that, that desire. Even of stirring up your faith Of stirring up your faith In in the word of God Anilotetetara Anilotetetara no, no, Run. No, no. Run. No, no, and then when he threw it it wasn't David who was throwing it. it it was the Holy Spirit hallelujah Amen. he directed that stone hallelujah right to the head of this man Goliath and Goliath had already thrown his threats he said little boy I will kill you and I will feed you to the birds. And David said, you come to me in the name of your gods and I come to you in the name of the God of Israel. Hallelujah. Amen. And I promise you look at this little boy promising a giant that's what you do if you accept the take reproach for Christ you can promise the devil something and you always fulfill it <laughs> hallelujah Amen. oh my many people want to give promises I, want, I will tell you something new today give the devil some promises say Goliath I promise you also I am going to kill you and I'll cut off your head. And this is a boy who didn't even have a sword. But he had faith enough. To know he can ra- cut off the head of the of Goliath. The, the sword of Goliath was two times the size of, of David. So there was nothing like ability here. It has everything to do with faith in what God can do. And you know what? When the stone hit him, the man fell down. And David came, walking with his little steps. And he took took that sword, stepped on this giant. And I don't know how he lifted that sword. But he lifted it and he cut, cut off the head I mean. and put the head up. If you bear reproach for Christ, God will give you a moment of victory. Blessed are ye in Luke chapter 6, verse 22. Blessed are ye when men shall hate you and when they shall separate you from their company, and shall reproach you and cast you your name as evil for the son of man's sake, rejoice ye in that day and leap for joy. For behold, your reward is great in heaven. For in like in the like manner did their fathers unto the prophets. Bweba weva webaga dyanga erinyariamwe nga bi o kuvu o kufunanya omana womontu. Mosanyu kenga kurunakoro kuru, mabu kenga orwesanyu. Kubanga laba empera ya Amen. mwguru. Eh Amina. Kubanga ba Bweba kolanga ba nabi tio. Mm-hmm. Amina. Blessed are ye. Tell your neighbor, blessed are you. When men shall hate you. When they shall separate you from their company. Please understand this scripture. Brother Brother Fred. The Bible did not say. Blessed are you. When you hate men. When you separate yourself from their country, did you hear that? Why don't we overcome the world? Because we are trying to leave the world. We are trying to escape from the world. Christ is not going to take escapees. But it's going to take those the world to whom the world has escaped from. <laughs> the Bible says, "Listen to me carefully." The Bible says, "Reject the devil." And he will do what? And he will do what? Flee from him. You don't flee from the devil. None of you has that ability. Because in in your natural nature, you are born to love the devil. You are born to love him. Your very nature betrays you. Your soul loves the Lord. But your flesh loves the things of the world. And you yourself, you know it. Every day you love the things of the world. Even when you are a believer. When the music of the world is played there right now. You will begin dancing. Some of you may even try to remain still because you don't want to show. But indeed you know you are dancing. To the tune of the music of the world. Because. Your nature betrays you. That first nature is a nature of sin is a nature of the world it loves you you were born loving the world and I'm sorry you can never take that out of you it's going to be with you until you go to the grave or until you go to the rapture but there is something God wants you to do God wants you to love him. God wants you to stand for his word the more you take your stand with the word the more God. the world will run away from hey. you Hallelujah Amen. how many friends do you have you will realize oh, that the friends that are around you hey. are those such as you have decided to keep But if you are a believer And you stand with the word And you are a girl And your friend usually wears trousers And whenever you meet your friends you take your stand with the word. Oh, you show them, here is what the Bible says. Oh, and they will tell, No, my friend, come on. Oh, that is a cake. Change, stay up. And you will tell them, no, We can talk about anything, my friend. Oh, but when God, it comes to this, I cannot compromise. <laughs> Take a little lipstick, my friend. (laughs) And you will tell them, I am sorry. I can play with anything. But I cannot play with the word. And whenever you do that, if they have a seed of God in them, that will cause them to repent of their sins. But if they don't have the seed of God in them. They will reject you. They will call you a fool. They will call you good for nothing. And that is what is called a reproach for Christ. You don't bring it upon yourself. You only believe the word. And the reproach will always come. We were all not born believers. No one is born a believer. We just take our stand. And we say here I stand. Take your world. Give me Jesus. Take the things of the world. Give me Jesus. And whenever you take that stand, you will make enemies. when men shall hate you blessed are you when men shall separate you from their company blessed are you when men shall reproach you blessed are you hallelujah When they will cast your name as evil. (laughs) Blessed are you. (laughs) Hallelujah. Because they are doing that for Jesus' sake. Some of you when someone tells you. "Ah, Mm. You are a fool. How oh, can you believe such a thing? In this 21st century, you are a fool. Some of you begin to. And then the more you hear them, the more you say, okay, okay give me a little lipstick. But only for today. <laughs> Only for today. And then the next day. Only for today. And then you put. Because they told you were a fool. And you felt bad. You just refused the reproach of Christ. But the Bible says. When. Hallelujah. When you are reproached. For the sake of Christ, blessed are you. And he said, What should you do then? Rejoice in that day. Hallelujah. Amen. That day when you are reproached for Christ. Rejoice. Jaguza. Rejoice. Jaguza. And he, he didn't stop there. He said also Agambata. you should leap for joy. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You're not leaping. you do not just you know, but you leave for joy oh, because someone said you were a fool for Christ. You just Hallelujah. I'm a fool for Christ. But who the fool are you, my friend? How many of us are ready to accept the reproach for Christ? I'm challenging you today to to accept the reproach for Christ. Don't only accept it, but rejoice. Live for joy. Behold your reward is great in heaven. Hallelujah. Amen. You know the word calls us fools. And <laughs> But Abanam said also they call us nuts. <laughs> <laughs> or oh, whatever it is, they they, they also call us um, um, you know holy rollers. But audible what about here in Uganda? What do they call us? Uganda. They have called it to you before, so please tell us. Let us here. <laughs> Illuminati? Aha, <laughs> uh-huh. they have called you Illuminati. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, what else? Come on. Balalu. The- Mad. Devil worshippers, okay. But devil worship cult, gudini, dini, 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 ah. Uh. Basiru, look at this food. Aha. Uh-huh. What else? Ah. Hmm. Huh? Old uh. women. A young a beautiful woman, you make yourself old. Old fashion. What do you dream? <laughs> you are bitten. You don't understand. You are proud. You are a fool. What is wrong with you? Can you style up? Hallelujah. Amen. When they call you those things. My brother, my sister. Oh my, you are blessed. You are blessed. You are blessed. Why? Because you have just earned yourself a blessing. Amen. And because you have been reproached. For the sake of Christ. And I say you are blessed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Never turn your face down because you are reproached. Always rejoice. Always rejoice. Jaguza, jaguza. Tell your neighbor, always rejoice. Dress your skirt, my sister. Dress your skirt. skirt, Dress your dress. Don't ever feel bad. Because you don't look like the world. Don't ever feel sorry about it. Let me tell you. I love the way I worship my God. I I love the way I believe the world. And I am not sorry about it. that's even when I go to church I want to shout I want to sing Amen, Amen. I want to dance for my Lord And I am not ashamed about it Amen. Amen If you are reproached because of that Blessed are you You know when you go to church You know uh, The devil wants you to be even quiet even in the church. We have so many believers defeated in church. The devil will let you go. But he will give you rules and regulations. Make sure you are quiet. When the preacher is preaching, say nothing. Maybe the best thing you can do is try to use WhatsApp. But they have seen you are in church. They have seen you are in church. So it's okay. So But go. But don't be there. I will entertain you. That's the gospel according to Lucifer. But the gospel according to Christ, He says, come to church and be in church. Come to church and have church. How do we have church? When we are hearing the word, we rejoice at the word. When we are hearing the word, we stand on our feet, we clap our hands, we dance and sing, we shout, we are not sorry. And we are not ashamed. That is what makes us believers. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's what differences us from the Baptists and the others. Praise the name of the Lord. The Bible says we are royal priesthood. Don't worry when you are dressed in a different way. Young man. Everybody is putting the trunk in their stomach. You put yours on the waist. If everybody is cutting off all their sleeves. I don't know how they call it. The, the sleeve of the trousers. And they are walking as a Put your words in the right way. If everybody is using chains, leave the the chains. If everybody is using earrings, remove your your earrings. If everybody is using lipstick. penso pencil. Don't use it. And what will this do? It will cause you reproach. And when it causes you reproach They never feel ashamed Of Christ Apostle Paul said in the book of Romans I am not ashamed Of the gospel Because it is the power of God And to salvation this word is the power of God to save us on the last day. This is the power of God to raise us from the dead. This is the power of God to take us in the rapture. And we know who we are because of this word. We are not going to allow the devil to make us ashamed. We are not going to bow down to the demands of Laodicea because we know who we are we know we are believers and we are not ashamed of the world. If the devil feels bad about us, let him suit himself because we know who we are. I am happy the way I am. I am happy the way I am. As I believe the world. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to live holy. And I'm not ashamed of it. If you are not married, (inaudible) you will run away from fornication. And you are not going to be ashamed of it. They will say, you, are you were knocked by a sheep, you are a fool, you don't understand, everybody does it, are you special, are you different, Is heaven but let world. me tell you, you are not going to be a share. You will tell them, everybody's doing it. But hallelujah, I am not everybody. Hallelujah, I am somebody that is blood-borne, Holy Ghost-feed. I know who I am. I am not of this world. I'm on my way to heaven. Shouting victory. I'm going to stand for the world. If nobody will, I can't. If nobody will, I can't. If everybody is going to have a girlfriend, can you imagine even in the message circles now? People have boyfriends and girlfriends. Shame (laughs) Shame on you. Then you say (laughs) when you ask them when are you going to get married? Pastor, maybe in five years. Shame on you. You must not have a girlfriend. That is the way of the world. Believers don't debt. Believers caught. For marriage. There is a difference between dating and courting. You go out. You have ice cream every day. You, kiss. you, 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 you go to bed together. You do this and that. When is your marriage? Maybe in 20 years. You see, that is dating. Oh, dating. And that is the way of the world. E, see, wait, wait, Believers don't date. Teba dating. Believers court. If someone is going to court you, Omutuara. they must have either the permission of your pastor or your father. Sisters, don't give your numbers to these younger men. And you younger men who are going around shopping for numbers. You have a spirit of fornication on you? You need deliverance. You are collecting 10, 20 numbers for what? And on each of them, you are writing them, I love you. What is that spirit? That's not the spirit of marriage, that's a spirit of fornication, it's a spirit of lust. And you find you younger ladies speaking to five brothers, ten brothers and none of them even is known by your parents or your pastor. Oh, that's the way of the world. Sister, if someone wants to marry you before they come to you if their parents are not believers you should first come to his parents your pastor. That's the way we believe it. Come to your pastor first. So, if your intentions are good, why do you fear to come and tell me I want to marry your daughter? Why? Why do you go to her? You are are bypassing the door, going through the windows and the ventilators. You are a thief, and the Bible says that thieves come to kill, to steal, and to destroy. You young lady, if you give them your numbers, they will kill you, they will destroy you, they will steal from you. But if he's a genuine man. He will come through the pastor. He's a pastor. I can't take my mind off of sister fortunate. I love her with all my heart. And I will tell the brother. Have you prayed about it? He will say yes pastor. I will tell him you first go and pray more. If he really loves fortunate. He will not. Fumble around. Maybe someone will tana. take her. Because he knows what is his. E God has preserved. And he will come back again and tell me, Pastor, I have prayed. Are you sure? Yes. Yeah. And I also know fortunate, she is a good God. And I know she is ready for marriage. And, and I will wa. tell this young man, now you can go and attack. I don't attack for her, for him. We don't believe in matchmaking. There's a brother in Ethiopia who told me, Pastor, please speak to that sister for me. And I said, Brother, if I do that, it means I'm the one now marrying him. So, I will not speak to her for you. You will go and uh, apply yourself. You have to go and throw your application yourself. And when they accept the application, come back and let me know. And, sister, when someone comes to you, before you say anything, you are number one. Thing to do. Is my pastor aware? Is my father aware? Do you know you can never accept any brother? Until your father's given you permission? Hmm. If your father has not given you permission. And you accept and you vow. That's nothing. It's just rubbish. Because the Bible. Bible, And the prophet says. If that father gets to know of it. He can annul that engagement. If he wants. And sister you can't marry another. Because you are already engaged. Be careful. This is not a joking area. But the world has come into the church. We should be not ashamed of what we have been told in this message. Let us not be ashamed of the world. To the extent you find uh, big boys Writing little girls, I love you. That's a spirit of Laodeshia. It's not a spirit of marriage. It's a spirit of fornication. It's a spirit of lust. And we, at days of the voice, should not entertain it. And we should not be ashamed of our stand. We should stand with what the message says. Because if you stand with the message, you can never be wrong. If you bear the reproach for Christ, there is a victory waiting for you. God still has people in our generation who will marry when they are virgins. Both men and women. And I can speak that on authority because I am one of them. As far as the world is concerned, I'm still a virgin today. And I'm not ashamed of it. Sometimes. <laughs> All right, I'll not go there. But you know, boys, Aberlinny. when they are told, ask the question. Are you a virgin? Oh, of course, I don't know whether they ask boys whether they are virgin. Are you immature? I don't know, whatever. They even feel ashamed to say. Some of them, even when they are, at least they should tell a lie. Answer, no, of course. Because they feel it gives them credit. It doesn't give you credit. It is a shame that it happened. Don't be proud of it. If it has happened to you, brother, sister, do not be proud of it. It is a shame it happened. It is a thing of the past. And let it remain in the past. And now that you are here in the present, work towards holiness. Prove to the devil That you have been changed by the power of the war Prove to the devil That you have been transformed And you must not be ashamed To declare your stand Among your friends Out there in the world You must not be ashamed To declare it You know, I have a friend of mine by the poor. He studied political science or something like that. And so he works with big organizations all over the world. And so sometimes they uh, receive opportunities of going for trips internationally. And he's been to Europe and most of those Scandinavian countries and Asia. and... And so one day he was on the plane and he was giving me his testimony and uh, there was some i think it was uh, some swiss airlines or something like that airlines or something. so then they asked him he said what would you like and everything they mentioned the, the everything they mentioned there was no soda and there was no water It was beverages. And he, he ran through the list. And he told me, I thought to myself, I used to be a heavy drunkard. I used to take bang. But the Lord delivered me and saved me. I'm not going to go back again. <laughs> This is a man who used to take all these drugs, and he had dreadlocks, and oh. he was sleeping on the roads, He was going oh. for the kettle like how many times a day? <speaking in Spanish> but the Lord delivered him and he started a society or an organization of sober he called it sober life to the young man not to go in that lifestyle and so here he is presented with another opportunity to take a little beverage no believer is there that you will see him. The pastor is not there. He's all by himself. He said to the lady, No, thank you. Can I have water? You are very quiet. He was not ashamed of the gospel. He took the reproach. The woman looked at him. Confused. In to say. Oh poor Africa. Maybe he has never taken this kind of thing. He he fearing. fearing. He couldn't afford it. Reproach for Christ. And then they were going as a team. And his team from Kenya. He was only a team of two. The other was a little girl. A little beautiful girl. And so they booked for them in a very expensive, I think, five-star or whatever hotel. One of the expensive cities. And so he told me. He said, (laughs) uh, Brother Talemwa. There is when you know you are saved or not. And these days, I don't know what women are turning into. They don't wait for the boys to move. They move themselves. And so, at that hotel lobby, <laughs> corridor, their rooms were opposite and so she came knocked on his room and said are you not cold you know like can I he told her I'm sorry (laughs) I'm a Christian I don't do this kind of thing and she was embarrassed. She went back to her room. The whole trip. She gave him a distance. And she respected him. Like nothing. Like nothing. What is that? Bearing reproach for Christ. The world will run away from you if you stand for Christ. But if you cannot stand for Christ. The world will always be your friend. And one day. I was on one of the mission trips. And I was going through Tanzania. And I reached a place called uh, Daras Salam, And I was going by bus. So because it was late. I had to take a night into a place. And so the place was very cold. Being that it was near the sea. And so I... Uh, was in there but really feeling so cold. And I was not yet married. I was a young boy. Already on the mission work. I, I was like 17 or something like that. And so this man comes in my guide. And he was speaking Swahili. And he told me. He said, ah, buana, it's very cold, isn't it? I said, Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> sana And then he said, uh, in Swahili, Swahili. He said, Can I bring something to warm you up? I said, Oh, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> please. <laughs> and so he went. <laughs> and then he came back <laughs> rushing. He said to me, Said, How much can you afford? <laughs> these are and as he was talking, I realized that we were talking the two different languages. I was meaning a blanket. he was meaning something else. I, at that moment, the anger of the Lord came on me. You know, if you are a real believer, in such situation, you have an opportunity to take the reproach Oh, be ashamed. And the anger of the Lord came upon me. And I told this man. Amen. I'm a servant of God. Tell me such. Radishes. Immediately. Manguago. He, got shocked, like he was shaken. He was shaken and moved. And, and, and said Oh, 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 oh <laughs> I do not know I'm so sorry you are an interpreter, supposed to interpret this thing and, and he said I'm sorry I do not know and we parted but for about one hour I lied on my bed thinking nobody was here to see me no one not my parents, not my father, my, father, my mother, mama, my brothers, my, my pastor, my friends, my friends, no one. So I was not going to asham eh? the name of Christ because there was no one who knew. The angels were there. The angels of God are always encamping around those who fear the name of God. You are going to be presented with that rare opportunity one day. Every day. Are you going to stand with the word? Or you are going to ashamed Christ? This is a challenge. Are you hearing me friends? This is a challenge. Young man, young lady, brother, sister. Are you going to take the stand? Or oh, are you going to ashamed the name of Christ? I wonder what you are going to do. I wonder. Let's take a moment to think about it. Bearing reproach for Christ. I promised you I would be one hour and so I have three minutes to go. I'll just ne I was just starting, but, but it's good to keep. It's good to keep your word as a Christian. In the message, the reproach for the cause of the word, and I'd like you to take this message, each of you, and listen to it or read it. He says, God has a time and the reason for that time to fulfill all his work. God knows just exactly what he's going to do. We don't. We just have to receive it as he gives it to us. But he knows and there is nothing going to go wrong with what he has planned to do. It does all have to come about. He called you for a purpose. Oh yes. I'm convinced. He called me for a purpose. He called you for a purpose. You might have been born in a believer's home. You might have been born in a believer's home. And that way you had the message. But that was a call. For a purpose. The messenger might have found you somewhere. There is a purpose why God has called He doesn't always tell the purpose. Paul usually, Paul actually spoke, he called it the mystery of his will. When I was 15 years. I thought God had destroyed my life. I was first here. With a bright future. I had big promises. I was living with a big man. Rich man. Everything I wanted they provided. They were driving me to school. Senior one. Very young but I had everything I wished. And then. One day. God brings the message and he disorganizes everything that I had ever dreamed or planned. But he didn't tell me. That this is what I've planned. There is a scripture he gave me though. He said. I have good plans for you. Plans to prosper you And plans to give you a good future That scripture remained I think I read it in the ESV version or whatever But it remained in my hand Then he, Then he, he he Here Apostle Paul says the mystery of his will There is nothing going wrong Whatever happened in your life in the past. This is a bombshell. Listen to this. Whatever happened in your life. Was part of the plan. Good or bad. God has a plan. But you see, it is a mystery of his way. Our calling. It has a part of it as a mystery. If, if some of us were to go before him. Say, God. Tell me now why did you call me. He won't tell you. But you know what he does? Oh, praise the name of God. He calls you. Uh, Justifies you. Sanctifies you. you. Fills you with the Holy Spirit. Then he reveals the plan. By blessing you and positioning you in your place. He knows how to get you to your adoption. Yeah. Your position in Christ. And mostly you will always do it through ways and means that we find hard to understand. You know, we always say, oh, God, why did you let these things (laughs) happen?" Why didn't you just bring me from here and to the message? Why did you let me go through this and this and this (laughs) and this? It has sometimes to be rugged and hard things. But this is only to bring out the nature, the real true nature of the object. And rain comes in a jagged, rugged, lightning storm, thundering skies. If we didn't have those things, we wouldn't have rain. Thunder, lightning, flashing, anger. <laughs> And out of there comes rain. <laughs> In the same way, a seed must die, rot, corrupt, smell, and then go back to the dust of the earth to bring new life. Gold! Gold has to be turned over. Gold! Turned over, beaten back and forth pound it it, until all the dross is taken out and the beater always has to beat it until the beater's image is reflected in the gold in the same way we are like that seed we must die we must roll. we must spare until the world does not love us anymore hallelujah then and only then will Jesus Christ say you are my son here is your place by me Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The rain. There have to be thunders. You know, there have to be, you know, all the rumbling, the lightning, the rugged and jagged and strode and everything. Don't worry, it's not going to kill you. The things that have gone through your life, it was not meant to kill you, it was meant to straighten you, Thank you. Into the place where God wants you to be. Then now you can say, Open the floodgates of heaven, let it rain. Hallelujah. Like gold. (laughs) Like gold. (laughs) We have been beaten. (inaudible) Over, turned, beaten (inaudible) again. (inaudible) And that's what the word does. Let us not run away from the world. No matter how bad you are. Stay under the world. Let the world world beat you. Hallelujah. When I come out beat one side and, and uh, brother Martin will come and he will kick from one side some of you may even say no I don't like this preacher his <inaudible> kick is bad but, but you needed it God may bring another preacher he will hit from this side Luanga will come and hit there Marvin will come and brother Andrew will come and someone else will come and, <inaudible> and, <inaudible> and hit and make. <inaudible> until until the image of Christ is reflected through you. Hallelujah. Whatever you hear, receive it, believe it, it, even if it gives you reproach. The reproach for Christ never disappoints. At one point, you are going to give a testimony. At one point, you are going to have victory. Even now as you walk out and start the week, this is a brand new year. Praise God. This is a brand new year. And you are starting the year. You have an opportunity to start over again. And accept to bear reproach for the cause of Christ. I I could continue on and on and on. But I'd like us to stand. I'll just keep my word. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Bearing his reproach. Help us Lord. Help these people Father. That we will not be ashamed of you. Wherever we will go. Wherever we will be. That we will be able to live. A life. Is worthy of your name. That I will not be ashamed to tell all my friends. Look, here is what I believe. Most of us here, Lord, use the social media. But we shall not be ashamed (laughs) of putting the gospel on there. We will not be ashamed of telling those of our acquaintances telling them what we are standing for maybe there is somebody here Lord that has been ashamed of you fearing to bear your reproach but Lord they are saying that give them one more chance give them grace to stand for you friends this is the way you are going to overcome the world by accepting Mm -hmm. to bear reproach for Christ stand for the world if you stand for that world Mm -hmm. then the world will run away from you Mm -hmm. don't love the world Mm -hmm. over Christ love Christ over the world and Christ will give you things that the world can never do I'm persuading you today this is the way walking in it hear the voice of the Lord and yield So Lord, have mercy on me. Maybe I've been ashamed of you. forgive me, Lord. I want to take a resolve today by the help of the Spirit of God that I will take your reproach. I will stand for your one. And I know you will never ashamed. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I know that that even now as we are closing this meeting I'm going to take a little washing visit Lord that young man or that young lady or whoever it is Father that has been ashamed of you. let them walk out of this service today a, a new man. a new woman because of a new reason I'm a new creation. Worship together, Lord, with me. I'm a brand new man. All things are passed away. Being born again, more than a uh, conqueror. That's what I am. You sing that as a declaration. I'm a new creation. I'm a brand new man. Oh, I'm a new creation. I'm a brand new man. Oh, sing it once again, I'm a new creation, I'm a brand new man. se